This is Search Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. We each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on KNON. 89.3 FM on your dial. Like to say good morning to you. Good morning to you. So much going on. So much just to talk about. Oh my goodness. I can, I don't know. I like to ask the people of Texas. Aren't y'all embarrassed? Are you, especially you Republicans, aren't y'all embarrassed? Haven't you gone so far to the right with this man, the so-called president, that aren't you embarrassed with your attorney general going to file to have the election on November 3rd uh, eradicated uh, in some states and everything. Oh, some 10 million votes up. He tried to file and 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 get them thrown out and recount all of this and everything with no real evidence, no real evidence. Hey, Trump got beat and got beat bad. So don't, don't, why, why, why is it you don't want to give up? You say you don't believe in, you believe in a democracy. That's what you say. As long as it's uh, going your way, but you don't believe in it when you get whipped, not really as bad as you should have been with. But this is a sad situation. You're spending our tax dollars here from Texas <coughs> to count votes out of places like Georgia, Wisconsin, uh, Pennsylvania, other states. Uh, it, it's sad that we have an attorney general like this. I'll forever keep it on your minds and remind you, uh, election day is coming for him. We, he's got, Paxton got to go. He's terrible. He is just terrible. He's awful. And so many, he had, what was it, 119 Republican elected officers wanted to go with him on this? This is ridiculous. This is utterly ridiculous. Sad, sad, sad situation. Republicans, you are. I'm talking about real Republicans. I'm not talking about these clowns coming. We are coming around claiming they're Republicans, but real Republicans. Aren't y'all embarrassed? I'm talking about you know who the real Republicans are. You know, a lot of these clowns running around calling themselves Republicans. They don't have enough money to be Republicans. I'm talking about some real Republicans, some of you super rich. Yeah, we know, we know who you are, but you have some people running around pretending to be Republicans. They're not Republicans. They're, they're real Republicans. Nah. But anyway, aren't you ashamed? Aren't you ashamed to have people like this? Y'all have lost elections before you go graciously off into the sunset. Maybe try to come back four years, eight years later. And it works. It has worked down through the years. But now all of a sudden you got this rascal duck. Lost the election. He sure lost. I don't know how in the world he's going to 
still talking about these mail-in ballots. You've had a mail-in ballots in all elections. If anybody stole it, Trump admit he stole it. He used Russia to help steal the other elections, and you're still going along with this clown. So don't tell me about how you love a democracy. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. But anyway, it's just bad. It's bad. It's sad. But there are other things to talk about. I want to ask the question, what uh, do the black man, do the black man have any allies, ethnic allies? I'm talking about ethnic allies. I'm not talking about racial allies because there's not but one race, and that's the human race. But ethnic allies. Do we have any ethnic allies? Do we have any people that will back us or with us? Do we really? Are we out there on our own? We, black people. Do we have to fight this fight all by ourselves? Or is that the best way to go? Or do we have allies? True. True allies. We seem to be allies to everybody else on, on the planet. But do we have any? Give me a call. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Do the black race. Uh, do the black man. Do we have any real true allies? I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. All right, Jason, who do we have? We have a call from Blackhawk. All righty. Good morning, Blackhawk. Yes, Robert, this is Robert. This is Robert. We need uh-huh. a rehabilitation service, rehabilitation hospitals in our community so that our kids, adults, are addicted to drugs. So we need these hospitals, rehabilitation hospitals. Oh, yeah, we need... Uh... Rehab, we need more beds in those hospitals, don't we? Right. Let me say mm-hmm. hello to the Alice Company, okay? This is Smith, okay? Mm-hmm. So you think more money needs to be put into rehabilitation? Yeah, uh, please. I, uh-huh. I, maybe we can throw money or city money, some type of grant or something. I need that, yeah. Yeah. Have you been getting your mail? Yeah. <laughs> I just... Uh, I just left there. I was in the waiting room, and uh, I had it stacked up on the table. And quite a few uh, letters. Well, man, listen, listen. There's too much hydrocodone, octocodone, all streets down. I know this. I see it. And you see it. Mm-hmm. Go to any part. Take care of some people over there. Go to any part of it down. Just sit there and watch. Mm-hmm. Sit there and watch. You can't do this stuff. And yeah. knows this, they won't do nothing about it. Where's all this stuff coming from? The doctors, crooked doctors, man. You know that. Come on over there. You saying crooked doctors putting all of this, uh, junk and this poison in the streets? Hell yeah. In the streets, the Dallas, Texas, crooked doctors. Crooked doctors. Oh, boy. Right. We're going to have to do some research and talk about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You know the game, man. Come on now. I have to go down. I have to cut all painkillers. 
drive on the street. Because the doctor got that prescription together. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So. Well, uh, Black Hawk, well, you, you, you send me a lot of letters, a whole lot of them. And, uh, you, okay. you stay on top of things. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to discuss that, okay? All right. We have to come prepared to discuss that. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your call. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Bill. Bill? Good morning, Bill. Morning, Pastor Barnett. How are you? Okay, okay. Always good to hear your voice. Thank uh, you. Mm-hmm. Let me com- comment on, on this Paxton fella. He, mm-hmm. he is embarrassing. Embarrassing. Uh, he's, he's, he's under... Uh, uh, you, you're a Republican too, aren't you? No, sir. You're not? Well, I, no, I know if you was, I, I know you should... All people should be from Texas ought to be embarrassed. It's none of your business. You're trying to make other people <laughs> in other states. It's none of your business. All that is try- all he's trying to do is win favor with Trump, try to get a pardon or whatever, because he's under investigation or he's under yeah. indictment. I guess I don't know how I'm long so, that's going to last. I'm so glad you brought that up. I hadn't thought of that. He is, you know, he's on slippery steps himself, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. I mean, and I he needs a pardon, and, and Trump giving him out before he get the rap. Before he, is he gonna pardon himself? I, I guess. <laughs> the, I guess, but he he should be he, he, under indictment or under investigation. He should recuse himself from any kind of action the attorney general needs to take until it's resolved. Just like just like mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the the nation's attorney general mm-hmm. ought to recuse himself from from any kind of action like that. Right, but. Uh, and and second of all, that you your 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 comment on ethnic groups that need to back you know the black people black black race black men, and you're absolutely right. As a Hispanic mm-hmm. man myself, I I, I back them 110 percent. But oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. We need more. We need more. Mm-hmm. My people, or we're all one people, but still, we need mm-hmm. more ethnic groups to back. And, and stand with them because they've always stood for us. It's mm-hmm. time for us to stand for them. Well, you know, you're so right because we as black men have stood by everybody. 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 And, and when we, when they said, let's go to war and fight for America, we're ready. We never ran. We never ran and hid in other countries or did anything or tried to get out of uh, being drafted or whatever. Whatever it was, we went and, and, and fought. Included with with all the hate and and, and whatnot that was, that was imposed on them, that, that was imposed mm. on them and whatnot, and they still served the country. Yes, with, with, even with all that bigotry and hate. That's and still right. To this day, mm-hmm. still to this day, and, and, and that's why we need to all unite and get back behind. It's time. It's time yes. to give them a hand, like they've always given us a hand. All right. You're so right. Thank you, Pastor. All right, thank, thank you. you. Uh-huh. Appreciate your call. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? Let's go to William. All righty. Good morning, William. Hello. Hello. Go right ahead, William. Hello. Hello. You're on the air, William. 
Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am blessed and highly favored, sir. I told me to tell you, appreciate you being back. Hopefully you had a wonderful time on your little break. We miss you on the air, sir. Well, well, that was a couple of weeks ago. I was here last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been kind of busy myself here, so I had a chance to tune in. But uh, okay. I always like to hear you and you come uh, up with some good topics. Oh, uh, my, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. With my uh, uh, opinion on uh, all the conversation that you have on what's going on, mm-hmm. it's like we have to come together like all other uh, nationalities. We have mm-hmm. to come together as one. And I think once we do that, then we'll get the respect that we need as a black man toward mm-hmm. the black woman. You know, we have to respect the black woman starting most important. You know what I'm saying? We have to respect the black woman like we do our mother. Well. If we do that. Yeah, but here's what. I, I don't care what comes down. If other people are being mistreated, the black male, the black man, and the black female also, is always there ready to help in any situation where anyone else is being persecuted. That's right. We've always been ready and there for other people, for this nation, ready to go. So many of us was killed during the Vietnam era. See, people today who are not old enough to remember can't remember how many blacks was killed while... Whites were going off to college, uh, going and then going to graduate school, doing everything else. We were going to fight. A disproportionately, extremely high number of African Americans were killed in Vietnam. So do we have allies that we can depend on? I'm not necessarily talking about war, about life in general. Do we have allies? Do we help others that don't help us? I want to know. Do we? What do you uh, think? Sir, no, sir. I don't think so. Because my time, I said, I'm a Vietnam era vet myself. Mm-hmm. I lost my brother to uh, Agent Orange uh, uh, in May uh, of this year. Oh, he, him, he, he suffered all those years uh, from that Agent Orange from... Uh, we having to spray that foliage over there to kill different things. And the main thing that we had to kill in that foliage was gigantic snakes. A lot of people yes, don't realize that a lot of the missing in Vietnam, they were swallowed by these giant snakes and never been found. Yes. Sir. yes. You're right, sir. And, uh, but, we still valiantly fought. And many times, many Vietnamese, the Vietcon would have the drop on us and wouldn't kill us because they let us know, we have no fight with you. Uh, we never call y'all, you know, the N-word. Why y'all want to fight us? Yes, sir. And they had a point to agree. Uh, uh, degree, uh, they never, they, we, we, they never called us out our name and treated us bad, but we still went off and fought because we thought we were doing something valid and courageous for our country. So we've always stood up for America. Yes. All righty. 
I thank you for your call. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do you have, Jason? We have a call from Beverly. All righty. Good morning, Beverly. How you doing this morning? Fine. How are you? I'm good. Let me get away from this radio so they want me in the field. You know what, Pastor Barnett? Uh-huh. America was built off of corrupt. Why are we so, why are we so, so lost on this? Because this is the only country we know. It's not a home country. It's not a motherland. But this is the only land we've ever been uh, propagandized in and propagand- propagandized to. And we are just naturally loyal people. So if this is our home, uh, we fight to defend it. This is another thing I've been wanting to mention on the radio out there. We always talk about uh, Oklahoma, how they did Oklahoma. Oklahoma's all over the world. We all over the world. They did us all like that. In mm-hmm. some fashion, faith, or uh, form. Well, look how they done destroyed our little neighborhood over here. Everywhere we go, they, we, they destroy us. And then they let the other people come in that's not from here. The Asians, all of these Europeans and stuff. Come on, people. This stuff was built off of corrupt. They didn't want to do what they were supposed to do overseas, so they come over here to corrupt this stuff. In what part of town you live in? I live in South Dallas right now, not by choice. Not by choice? Not by choice. I'm here because I'm handling business. You have a business in South Dallas? Uh, yes, I do. And then, uh-huh. Oh, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. I need that uh, doctor to call me. Because now um, Chase Bank is, is opening up loans for businesses over here. Right here on Martin Luther King. They're opening up business. You might need to get back with them. You said Chase Bank is opening up. They're going uh, to loan money on, uh, to, to black people? To business owners, yes. You, gotta, you already have to have a business in order to get this loan? Yeah, you do have to have one. She has a what about those who uh, don't have one, but... Uh, who would like to have one and have what it takes to get one. Well, you got to get it. You know what? People amaze me. Nothing is going to fall like the sky to us. We have to bring heaven to earth. And I don't see us doing that. We go along to get along, turning that cheek so they can knock the other cheek back around. Man, it's time out for this stuff. Yeah. All right. I'm up against a short break. I thank you and thank you for your call. And you can reach me at 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. And I'm still posing the question. We as African-American people, do we have any allies, ethnic allies, people of other ethnicities that truly will stand, that stands with us? Do we have any? Are we just allies to everybody else? Are we just being used by everyone? You ever thought about it? You ever thought about it how when things are going on, we always include other people? Things happen and suffering. 
we're so quick to join other people, fight their problems. Have you ever thought about that? But do you, who, who, who joins in and help us? Let me say this. The number of whites that had helped us since the Floyd situation, uh, they've gotten in the streets. Now, those have said that, that this happened during the civil rights. No, it didn't. Nothing like this. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. But they have come out of the hedges, the woodwork, come out of everywhere and joined in. Why are there other, are there other ethnic groups? Do they join in in anything? I'm not just talking about just marching. I'm just, I'm talking about every walk of life. Banking. I'm talking about education. True allies. True allies. Do we have any? I know you've thought about it. And if we have some, call and tell me. Call and tell me. What? Who, who's an ally? to the African-American community. And if we don't, why? If we do, who are you? I'm interested in knowing. I want to hear you confess it. I want to hear you say it. I want to hear you pronounce it. Tell why or why not. It doesn't matter with me either way. Tell me. Tell me. Is this one too heavy to handle? Is this is a, 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 a question that's posed to people that say they love the Lord? You, I'm talking about some of you Christians. Uh, oh, what is it? Why is it when it comes to the African American, everybody gets quiet, even African Americans? Uh, why do we get quiet? Why don't we say we have friends, allies in our corner? Why don't we say that we got people that allies? Or do we don't feel like we need allies? We can, we're going to do all this by ourselves. How do you feel about it? 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893 is that number. Do we have allies? Do we have people that will be with us? Or do we not? Maybe we don't have any allies. Well, if we don't have allies, why are we so inclusive of others? When anyone else is done wrong, we are out to speak up. Stand up for others. We will help others. March with others. Speak for the others. Why do we do that if we don't have anyone that wants to be with us? All right. 
Think you all the lines are lighted? And want to know why? Why? Tell me. We always will include certain other ethnic groups. And our problem said this is happening to them too. But they, I never hear them include us. And say, what's happening to us? I wonder about that. All right, Jason, who do we have? We've got a call from Mike. All righty. Good morning, Mike. Hey, how's it going, Reverend Barnett? Fine. How are you, sir? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, hey, no, we don't have any allies, but the Mexicans don't have none and the whites don't have none. It's just like if we had our own country like Mexico or Chile, we are black folks of 40 million people. So we had our own country. We basically got to take care of ourselves. Now, you do have allies like Israel, you know, as far as the United States, England and Britain, stuff like that. But what I'm saying, black folks need to take care of themselves. Uh, we can't rely on the Mexicans. Uh, I live in, you know, stop six. You go down there or South Dallas by Fair Park. You don't see no McDonald's, Wendy's, no Targets, no, no, no Walmart. You got to go down a couple miles. You know why that is? All these black movie stars, sports stars, Oprah Winfrey, Shaq, all of them, they don't put money back in the black community. They open businesses in the white community. So what I'm saying is we, we need allies. We got allies, but basically, now, who you say is our, is our, our allies? I, I, I really say we don't have any allies. Oh, I thought, uh, yeah, okay, I the thought you said we had some. No, we don't have none. We need to take, what I'm saying, we need to take care of ourselves. We do have, we do have like the white allies when, they, when they're protesting. We have that, but it's not their responsibility to, uh, you know, they, they, black folks, like I said, we need to start taking care of ourselves, and, and, and these rich black folks need to put money back in the black community. That's All my right. point. I, I, I'm, I'm more concerned about that than, than, than the white allies. I'm concerned about black allies. We ain't got no black allies. All right. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your call. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? Let's go to Deborah. All righty. Good morning, Deborah. Yes, how are you? Good morning, yes. Good morning. Yes. Uh huh. Go right ahead. You're on the air. Oh, I'm on the air? Okay. Well, why are you talking about we don't have no allies? We have allies. Ally is Mamo versus Mamo. Uh, if you're an American, you're always American. If your name is American, you're American. We have allies. Who are they? They are America. America's an ally to black America? Yes, it is, because black America is America. Is it? When? During the time of war? During the time of persecution? or What is it? During the time of uh, uh, making this nation great. This nation feeds the world. This nation uh, uh, delivers peace and justice to everybody. It does. Yes, it does. You really and believe that, I don't you? I live here. I believe that because I live here. I huh? know that. Are you discriminated against? No, I'm, I'm discriminated against because I am a, a human being. Oh, yeah. Are you black? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, if you can say that by the color of my skin, 
but I'm going to tell you what black is. I am delivered here to make here to make it rich. How did you get here? That's who I am. How did you, how did your ancestors get here? The same way all black ancestors got here. Well, how, how was that? On a Hmm? Okay. Were they were your ancestors kidnapped and brought here? No, they weren't kidnapped and brought here. Well, how did they, they get here? Purchased and brought here. They were what? Purchased. Purchased. Well, now to purchase another human being, you can call someone you purchased. Oh, well, you know what? Uh, ally. This has been done uh, long uh, since Jesus Christ been burned. Well, huh? What'd you say? People are purchased for a common a goal, common good. Is that right to purchase another human being? I don't say what was right or wrong. Well, I knew you. I'm asking about allies. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you whether it's right or wrong, that's how it is. I know that's how it is. We all understand that. But do we have any allies? We have God, Jesus, and America. Is our Do we have ally. any human allies? Uh, uh, America is human. Hmm? Okay. Well, okay. All right. Thank you for your call. Here's the line, 972 Who do we have? We have a call from Ike. All righty. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, Ike. You there? Yes, I'm here. Yes, go right in here. Chill on there. Uh huh. Yeah, well, uh, you got a good topic this morning, William Barnett, about the allies, and I'm glad you raised that question because, you know, as I, you know, I have, you know, been on different uh, battlefields with civil rights and stuff, and I don't see what we really have in the allies because most of the allies I've noticed. Uh, when we were downtown, uh, they were protesting, uh, about the Jordan Barnes, uh, uh, uh Bolton John shooting. Mm-hmm. Okay, the allies that showed up, they weren't there for Bolton John. They were there trying to get a memorial for the young Hispanic man that got, uh, claimed by police over there in West Dallas back in the 70s. And so, uh, my, my thing is that when we, Look at who's supposed to be allies, uh, proclaimed to be allies. They use our platform to push their agenda. When, uh, uh-huh. school board trustee George Foreman and, uh, 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 one of the administrators, uh, Leslie Williams, they pushed to get, uh, uh, black, I mean, African American history in the schools. Then we also have to have Mexican, uh, American history. So, when we say black lives matter, they say all lives matter. So, so many times when allies do come in, they say they're allies, they don't push your agenda, they take over your movement to push their agenda. So, I question, mm-hmm. do we really have allies? You know, when... Well, that's the question so I'm asking. Do we really have right, allies? How many battlegrounds, right, battle uh, that we fight, when we fight against injustice in the police department, they show up and say they back the blue. We never said we was against the blue. We was against uh cold blue. We're against uh uh, uh the uh, police misuse of deadly force and 
police oppression through the black community. So mm-hmm. I, I'm like you. I don't think we have any allies. And when we have people that come in, even our own, uh, that just like us, they'll come in and help if they can be the leaders. And they'll lead us in a way that we don't want to go. So I thank you for taking my call. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. It clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from David. All righty. Good morning, David. Good morning, David. Yes. Go right here, David. You're on air. Hello, my name is David. Yeah. Uh, Reverend Burnett, I've been listening to you for a pretty good while. Mm-hmm. And last Sunday, last Saturday, I heard you say something that every your listeners really didn't pay attention to. Mm-hmm. First of all, we got to know who we are. We are not right. black. We are not Negroes. We are the real Hebrew Israelites. True. Our natural home is Jerusalem. We fled it in 70 AD out of Jerusalem into Africa. We are not Africans. Mm-hmm. We are not Hamites. We are Shemitic. Okay. You you said we're not Hamites? We are not Hamites. We are Shemitic. We came from Shem. The Hamites are the African. If you get the Bible dictionary and look at it, it will tell you the beast. Who wrote wrote that Bible dictionary you're talking about? Well, these people that know who we are. No. These people that... We are both mixed with Ham and Shem. I, I understand that, but your now, bloodline comes from your father, not your mother. But... I understand all at, that, but I'm not... I'm at, not at, at the same time, right yeah. At the I, same I time. I'm not here to talk at, about Wait that just right a minute. You don't, you don't direct the show. Hold up. I'll direct it. Now, I, I we, are, we are mixed with both bloods, Ham and Shem. You have both in the bloodline all the way uh, to Mary. You get Ham, Shem, the bloodline goes to Joseph, but Joseph was not Jesus Christ's uh, biological father. The, yes, he they, is. No, yes, he's not. He is. The Bible he, says that. The Bible don't teach you. Uh, you don't know the Bible. It says the Holy Spirit is his father. Not, uh, not of the will of man was Jesus born. It was the will of God and, and the Holy Spirit is his father. Not Shem. That's why you get the thing mixed up. Brother Burnett. Yes. Brother Burnett. Brother, I'm listening. I need to get, I need to get with you and sit down and then you talk. No, you don't need to get with me. You don't know enough to talk to me. You don't know enough. Listen to that. Yes. Listen to that. Now, well, you I don't know enough. If you're saying Joseph was Jesus' you. natural father, yes, you don't Joseph. know enough. You cannot, uh, angel, God cannot commit adultery against his people. He don't want us to commit adultery. You know. You, against his people. We've been taught this. This is not true. Oh. The Bible I, tells you that oh, Joseph is Jesus' father. It when does read, not say he he was he, he, he they when it she said, became it, uh, it pregnant Joseph the son she of they were betrothed not a spouse and you have to understand what this was this was not a act the will of man it was the will of God 
for this to come forth. Now, if Joseph is Jesus' yes, father, father, then we yes. all still in our sins because he in he has inherited yes, the sin nature. Sins, Wait a minute, I I listen to you. Hey, hold, I I'll cut you off. You know, y'all be quiet. Now, look, it was not the will of man, but. If Joseph is Jesus' father, we are all still in our sin because he was born of the first Adam. We need the Holy Spirit to say, listen, are you going to listen? Cut him out. I'm sick of this. All right. Who do we have next? It's time for a break. All righty. 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. And you can reach us, 972-647-1893. Excuse me. All right, who do we have next? Uh, We had a call from Josh. All righty. Good morning, Josh. Good morning. How you doing, brother? Hey, this Josh Bedford? Yes, sir. How you doing, brother? Fine. How are you this morning? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I just happened to listen in on your show this morning. You got a great topic going, man. Yes. And uh, I was listening while ago. You you wondering what what black people have in the allies. You know, really, Mary, you know, God knew we were going to be oppressed in this country. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really don't need no allies. We need more love, man. We as a people now. And we've got some educated people, but you know, you know, the message got lost, you know, from China. We were raised, you remember how we were raised up, we had to be in church on Sunday. Yes, that's that's right. We, You went to Independent and I went to Old Elam and uh, we been in church all of our lives. And uh, you had yeah. to go then. Uh, it's, I know it's a different world out there now. But that was the way it was, and I'm so glad it was like that then. And wish we could some see all old things aren't bad. There are some we need to return to. There are exactly. some things, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've you been. Know, you know, the devil has created so many distractions over time from outside here, mm-hmm. and this was done by design, you know, mm-hmm. because you. Know, you Get a person away from man, away from what what really right. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna lead to different generations, you know. And, and yeah. You see now how we are when they when we when they when integration when they integrated, you know, we were talking about jobs, but a lot of those people that didn't want to be integrated, a lot of those people were the, are some of the same people that run the country now. Yeah. And they made the laws and everything. So man, you know, everything that's been pointed toward this. this just, just disgusting. Look, we've been done so bad over the years. Mm-hmm. We just got to get back to loving one another because we got a lot of educated people, a lot of sensitive people that could do some things to help this generation that we haven't been lost out in the streets now. Well, one of the, like- the, uh, the terriblest things that happened to us was the way they desegregated us. They didn't desegregate us, they integrated us. Dr. King was Marching and protesting his leadership was was uh, leaning toward desegregation, not integration. But when we were 
integrated. They took all of our principles away, especially here in the South. They took all of our coaches, uh, many of our good teachers, they took away. They took away, they fixed it away where people could move out no longer. See, though, everybody that we went to school with, everyone that had authority in our community lived in our community. Some of them might live next door to you. Your teacher might live right down the street because if you cut up in school, by the time you get home, she's already there and has been there to tell on you. It was a different world then. But all things in the past was not bad. They were not bad. No, there were many good things. We had to go through many days in trials. You cut up in class, your your parents going to know it before uh, you get to the house. She would know. And we knew how to act right. We learned how to be civil at a young age. Those were the things that we were taught as young people. Yes. Yes, right, man. You know, and there's no other group of people that have been here so long. I mean, they did everything they could to destroy us, man. Yes. Well, see, that lets you know that God was with us after all that we've gone through with. Exactly. Yeah, all that we've gone through with. We're still here with sound mind and still have a desire to push forward. This is why I pose this question. We push forward any time something happened to any other group, to any group. We the first to stand up and say that's wrong because we felt it physically ourselves. So, uh, but do we have anyone when we are being persecuted to stand with us? Nobody but God, man. Nobody but God. That's right. all right. I just wanted to call in and have a few words with you. You got a great show going, man. You take care of yourself, and I'll call you sometime. All right. Yeah, call me at home sometime. All right. All right. Take care of yourself, man. All right. Mm-hmm. He is a lifelong friend of mine that we were our classmates for through 12, and he's one of the best quarterbacks ever came through the state of Texas. Yes. We played football together and everything. All righty. Uh, who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Bobby. All righty. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning. Yes, I'll go right here. Okay. Uh, first of all, I know you know all black men that's over 70 years old know we don't handle our life. Shaq <laughs> came to town one time. Some guys was talking to him. I overheard the conversation. And he said, when we put money back in the black neighborhood, then they'll cut our money off. Take, for example, Mr. Nimsky Hustle. He bought a whole block. He right. Computers. Right. And he, he was going, he said, well, we don't have no eyelash, so we got to help ourselves. Mm-hmm. The gentleman was right. A while ago, the one that just left, we got to have love. We got to stop killing each other. We got to start respecting ourselves and other people to respect us. But as far as allies are concerned, mm-hmm. the instance of we have civil war today, all blacks have to do that. And that's because ain't nobody going to help us. We're on our own. If we don't unite, see? And well, why do we, uh, why are we so quick to, to speak up, speak out, and stand with others? That slave mentality, it was taught to us by the slave master. Be obedient to your master. And they actually mm-hmm. believe that. 
Well, sometimes we speak out against our old slave master. Well, when we do take the guy that kneeled that try to help us, that kneeled the football player, he mm-hmm. gave up millions to stand up for us. He never got another job. And today, there are several teams, uh, including the Cowboys, that really needs a, a quarterback. Preach. And, and, and nobody will give him a job now. Some, some of this stuff I've seen, the what, what they've tried, about three or four quarterbacks since, uh, uh, Prescott got hurt. But nobody has asked for him. And he was not the best quarterback in the NFL. But I, I can think of about 15, 16, 17 quarterbacks. He was better than they were. But they still have nobody has called him to come and quarterback for the Cowboys. Captain Hook never got an offer. He took that knee. Yeah. That was the end of it. So what I'm saying in reality is the one that's got the money. Another caller called in and said, well, Oprah, this and that. She said in so many words, if I help the less fortunate, she went to Africa and help some girls instead of helping, you know, blacks, underprivileged blacks in this country. Mm-hmm. She up a school over there. So if I do it for the, for the people in the United States, she will cut my money off. The Jews will cut my money off. In other words, you know, she tied in. It's a money thing. Hmm. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You have a good day. Mm-hmm. Closing line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? We're going to David. All righty. Good morning, David. How you doing, Brother Bugger? Fine. How are you? In order for you to have allies, you have to be a member of an alliance and be a you, uh, alliance is a union. Now, the union carries the African American as an emancipated slave with certain rights. You would never have a, a alliance because you ain't a country. So you had to know the definition of a alliance, of a, uh, ally. Then it'll tell you that you have to be a member of a union. Who made that definition? Who put that definition you, together? Huh? Who put that? Who, who who wrote that? That you have to have a country to have allies. Well, then let me tell you something. Every word that we speak of somebody else's language, that's a dictionary. That's an etymology dictionary. Gives you the definition of the word. See, everybody's putting their definition to it. When you look up where I. Why isn't our definition can't be just as good as anyone else's? Well, you've got to go by, you speaking another man's language. Well, mm-hmm. we to put the definition to this language, the Webster family. Using the Daniel Webster language book, uh, dictionary. If you go etymology, you have to use the Noah Webster dictionary. I have a Noah Webster dictionary. Mm-hmm. Every word that you say, in this language, you have to look to these words up. But these same words, know. we can be found in early Hebrew. Same words. Well, same words, same, same meaning, the etymology, everything is, 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 is the same. All of these things. 
Why can't we have our own and define words for ourselves and not wait for someone else to define a word? Because words are nothing but symbols that mean something. So can't we find that same meaning in the word? This is the language that you speak. What language, if you spoke another language... The, the, the symbols mean nothing. Those are words are symbols. That mean nothing. Ally, whether we say it in one language or another, should mean the same, could mean the same thing. Yeah, I'm listening to it right now. See, we have to understand... That, that we don't have to depend on anyone else. We can define words for ourselves and make and make contact and make moves on those words that we define for ourselves. We don't need anyone else to do that for us, to define it for us. Listen, 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 listen. You always got something that you try to bring up to prove to the world that you are knowledgeable. You always come in and call in and get off the subject of really what's going on. Now, when you call from now on, make sure you call and speak to the subject that we are talking about. Not trying to impress, the, not just trying to impress the audience. Speak to the subject. All right. Okay, cut it off. That, that'll clear a line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Eric. All righty. Good morning, Eric. Yeah. Is Rep. Burnett? Yes, go right ahead. Hey, how you doing, Rep. Burnett? Fine. You doing all right? Oh, yeah. I'm doing real good. It's better than it's been uh, five months since I've been taking my medicine. If I ain't getting along good. I take one vitamin, go down to Bendale Park, run three miles, seven, eight miles, and walk three steps, walk three miles, do some jumping jacks, push up some sit ups. Well, I'm going pretty good. Uh, excuse me, support me. I know they have to listen to me. This is Sparky, what's the little Joe Coke. I know they're still listening to me. They're waiting on me. I know they support me. Every time I, I just moved to another brother just now. I'm with the same guy living in the blue home. And uh, I've been in the blue home for about a year now. Mm-hmm. I just left my mother. Other than that, I've been in the They write in my notes. Every time I look at my notes, somebody writes in my notes about what I need to do to get better myself. Mm-hmm. So I got to go do a few more other things. Some give me some money. Said words. I'm going to answer for like five to a hundred dollars. Go to stuff. I'll be ready by then. I'll get my little, little Well, I'm ha- I'm so happy to hear that you're doing good, that you're doing well. And, man, I feel so good when I hear you call and you're, you're solid now and you're talking sound. And uh, God has been good to you. And I thank, and I thank him for you. Okay? All right, Eric? All right. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, that clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? We have a call from Lily. All righty. Good morning, Lily. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. How are you, sir? I mean, ma'am. <laughs> I'm doing just great. All <laughs> right. I COVID-19 and made it through. It took me almost 30 days. I'm 71, but I made it. It didn't get me cruel. Cool, you, you, you've had COVID-19? 
Yes, sir, I did. And you made it? And I made it. Oh, isn't that a, isn't that a blessing? I didn't have to be hospitalized, but my Lord and Savior took me through it. Every oh, time I right. told him that I felt terrible, he told me to say I'm blessed. Tell it. I kept saying I'm blessed until I made it. Say it. Say it loud. But he told me to say I'm blessed every time I felt bad. <laughs> and that's what I did, and I made it through. All so right. Concerning the allies, concerning uh, the allies, yeah. uh, I believe we have allies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the reason that I believe we have allies is because I think about uh, Harriet Tubman mm-hmm. and the Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. And she didn't do that on her own. She had allies That's right. to help her with that. In the cause that we have, uh, God will plant people. And sometimes it's not feasible for the people to be like out in the public. They, they, they're underground, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I believe that once we get back mm-hmm. to praying those fervent and effective prayers to the Lord, I know for a fact that he'll come back to us. He'll tell us what path to take. He'll tell us who to consult. He puts them right there in our pathway, mm-hmm. and we can make these things happen. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. That's why we have allies. Even in the 60s with uh, Martin Luther King and all that, you know, you had allies. You had people of other ethnicities marching with us and lawyers of all, of, with different ethnicities coming in to help us with our cause. And I was the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And that's what we have to do is consult God and allow him to hand pick the allies for us mm-hmm. and reveal them to us. All and right. we can go forward. You said let God pick the allies. Uh-huh. All right. I thank you, and I thank you for your call. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. What do we have, Jason? We have a call from a concerned citizen. All righty. Good morning, concerned citizen. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. How are you? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm, I'm, I'm well. Uh, Reverend Barnett, this is a very, very good, uh, topic, subject, and must mm-hmm. try to stay with it. Uh, I, it first brings me to thinking about the draft. When they first started the draft, uh, and then a lot of, uh, black men started being drafted. Uh-huh. I heard this, I, I, I've never served in the armed forces or anything, but I got family that did. Mm-hmm. And they, they say the same thing, uh, when they came face to face sometime with, a Viet Cong and everything, they say, no, uh, I have no war with you. You can, uh, go back home. Mm-hmm. And, That's true. And they, 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 they let, uh, us as blacks know, I have no, uh, no, this, no, no, uh, no quarrel with us whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when they, I, I, when they put us, drafted us into the armed forces, mm-hmm. we made our armed forces strong, stronger. Oh, yes. They say, yeah, they told America, if you call off your dog, we'll be over there in uh, a few seconds and take over America. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you have to understand many uh, people in the world do not understand us because we are so loyal to a country that has been so disrespectful and hateful to us. A lot of people don't even understand us. In fact, a lot of people don't know it. You study American history that whites, many whites in America, really were allies to black people because one thing, they thought we were loyal. They knew we were loyal. And they liked us, but they that's when other whites went together to demonize us because whites liked us. Study America history, you find that. Many whites liked us. But thank you. Thank you for your call. I'm up against a short break, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back and ready for our number two of Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, and I'm also the pastor of the Heavenly Joy Church. 9.30 tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, and every Sunday morning on Facebook. Marion Barnett Sr., listen to us. Listen to us. Be a part of it. To every Sunday morning, 9.30, uh, Marion Barnett Sr. Make sure you put Sr. on there. And uh, we are on the air. We are streaming. So come be a part of it. Come be a part of it. And uh, we will most certainly welcome you there with us. Alrighty. Uh, we're ready to roll. Who do we have on the line? Jason. We have a call from Malcolm. Alrighty. Like to say good morning to Attorney Malcolm Robinson. Good morning, Attorney Robinson. Well, good morning. How are you doing, Reverend Barnett? Fine. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm glad, uh, staying safe and, and sheltering in place. Yes, 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 good, 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 good. There's so much going on and so much, uh, the virus, uh, oh, yeah. I get my hopes up and then I hear they gonna start. We'll have our stuff coming in Monday here in North Texas and everything. Then they say, well, first vaccinations might be after Christmas. I, I don't know how to, how to feel about these vaccinations. Yes, everything that's going on. So, but yes. people are still dying yes. and it seemed to be dying for. Uh, here in America, North Texas, uh, is Texas leading the nation in deaths, uh, in cases or what? Well, uh, let's say it's, it's running in the top, <laughs> in the top five. Let's put it like that. I know we're somewhere close, but yeah. that means people are leaving property behind. Yeah. And, uh, and some people get it and, and die in a matter of a few days. Some get it and and just come out on top and everything. We did. we had a lady to call this morning and said she had it and she's doing fine now. And then there are others who get it and die. But we all should be ready to pay the ultimate price because that's one price we, we know we all going to have to pay. That's true. And we need to have our 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 paperwork together in order to have a smooth transition. 
uh, what would you suggest the average African-American that has, uh, let's say, above 50, uh, more than likely that, that generation has bought a home and have some property and possessions. What should African-Americans be doing to make Should the transition be smooth in every way, shape, form, and fashion? What should we do? Well, the first thing that that, uh, African Americans should do is make sure that that, um, they prepare a will. And when I say prepare a will, I mean they need to consult with an attorney and get assistance in the preparation of a will that will be uh, acceptable in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I caution people about going online and they get will forms and all that. And that, and that may be fine. If you do that, you take that and you consult with an attorney to make sure that your will is prepared so that it will be accepted, uh, admitted to probate, uh, mm-hmm. after you, uh, pass on. And that's very important. Uh, because probate is the legal device in which wealth is passed in America. Mm-hmm. You go through probate. Okay. Uh, now, a lot of people think that they can pass wealth and avoid probate. Uh, my suggestion to you is that is not the case. Uh, you may have what we call non-probate assets, but mm-hmm. you have to consult with an attorney so it can be determined how you're going to pass your wealth and how it's going to be accepted uh, in probate. So title to homes, deeds to homes uh, have to be transferred from one person to another after a person dies, the owner dies, through probate. And that's the only legal way, uh, that you, a reliable way that you can do it. Affidavit of airships, some are accepted by some title companies but they are not the ultimate secure legal way to transfer title to property. So you go consult with an attorney, uh, prepare a will, uh, and then when you die, your will can be uh, admitted to probate uh, in Dallas County or the county where the uh, property is located. Can a close relative uh, challenger challenge a will? Well, if the will, if, if, if the will is prepared in accordance with the laws of the state of Texas, they can challenge it, but they will not be successful because there will be a will that will be admitted to probate. And that's why it's very important. Yes, people try to challenge wills, but if you get a, a, a will that you have consulted with an attorney, got assistance from an attorney, mm-hmm. the will was prepared in compliance with the laws of the state of Texas, then it's going to be admitted to probate. And once it's admitted to probate, that 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 becomes your official legal direction as to where you want your uh, asset to go. So that, that 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 cannot be challenged in the state of Texas. That will. If, if it's going to be challenged, it has to be challenged in probate court. And it can't be challenged if it if it is a what we call a self proving will. Uh-huh. And in order for there to be a self proving will, you have to comply with with uh, with uh, 
laws of the state of Texas that will establish a self-proving will. Okay. And so, go ahead. Uh, what person that's closest to the, who's the closest person to someone deceased in Texas? Well, your, your surviving spouse is as your next of kin. All right. And then, then your children. Uh, in, in, in Texas, the, the law of descent and distribution, you go with your surviving spouse, your children, your grandchildren. Those are descendants. Oh, the grandchildren are after the children. The grandchildren and come after the children. They are descendants. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, but your children take priority over the grandchildren, but the grandchildren are also descendants. Now, would great-grands take a position after the grandchildren? Well, generally speaking, when a person dies, uh, the first, like I said, first line of, of uh, descent is your spouse and your children. Mm-hmm. If you have one of, one of your uh, children are deceased, and, the, and your grandchildren can take the place of that child in terms of descent and distribution. Mm-hmm. And if the grandchildren are deceased, then the great-grandchildren can step in and take the place of the of the grandchildren and the, and the uh, child. And, I, and I've often wondered about that. When you go down that genealogical line, how far will that thing go uh, when it comes to... Uh, those who will be a, a part of one's will. So it goes all the way down to the great-grandchildren, uh, great-great-grandchildren, if all of that is uh, available and can be proven? If, if, if you do a will and you want to leave some of your assets to your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, then, then you can do that as long as that will is, again, in compliance with the laws of the state of Texas. Now, mm-hmm. uh, one thing you got to remember, well, you don't have to remember, but one thing. <laughs> yeah, I do. I have great-grandchildren. <laughs> okay. I actually do. <laughs> okay. in, uh-huh. in, in America, in the state of Texas, you have what is called the rule against perpetuity. Mm-hmm. And what that says is, well, I, I hate to get into that, but you can only leave your wealth uh, so far. In other words, the persons that you leave your, your wealth to have to be uh, what they call lives in being uh, at the time call what? of your death. They call it a life in being. That a life in, in what? <laughs> okay. A life that exists. Let's put it like that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So either mm-hmm. they have to be alive or they have to be, uh, it could be where, um, um, they after born mm-hmm. in so many years, mm-hmm. and uh, that's uh, that uh, rule against perpetuity. That that's what exists in America, and which in England, which is where we got our laws from, property laws. Uh-huh. They did not have a, a law called the rule against perpetuity. That's why in England, land stays within the family forever. They oh, okay. They can, they can, they can go great grandchildren. So even, even, uh, great greats that haven't even been born or existed yet. But in America, you can't do that. So when you, when you are getting ready to prepare your will, then again, you, uh, you have to consult 
you must consult with an attorney. So you make sure that your will is in compliance with the laws of the state of Texas. Well, in other words, in England, they don't have eminent domain. They do. Well, basically, no. <laughs> basically, no. I'm going to just put it like that. Basically, they don't Because have in America, by time, somebody will have stepped up and declare something of that, that, that we need a highway or we need a bridge or something on that property and take it away from you when it yeah. goes so far in America. Yeah. Now, you know, I, and I don't claim to be an expert in, in current laws of, of England, so there might be a, a way in which uh, the government can take land uh, in England, but basically the land stays within the family forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's uh, that's why they have what they call the House of Lords. Those mm-hmm. are basically landowners who own land within the uh, within England. So, but anyway, that so the bottom line is, as it relates to people here in the United States, you you just consult with an attorney. Don't just go on the internet, pull off a form, and and say you have a valid will, because your will you will find out will probably not be valid, and you got to make sure you have a valid will. Well, uh, what about, uh, we got people who claim they have land in their family still from the 1800s. Uh, see, that, that would be great, great grandchildren, uh, great, 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 great down the line, but they don't know how to really file to claim that land. Uh, the, have you ran across situations like that where they're trying to claim land that's well over a century, been in that family well over a century? Well, they, 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 I've had situations where persons have come in and said that they have land uh, that their family had uh, over the years, and uh, they still they try to claim that. And, you know, the difficulty in that, is that, like I always say, whoever's name is on the deed is the person or persons who have title and interest in the land. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. The name has to be on the deed and in order for you to claim title and interest in the land. The second requirement is the deed has to be recorded in the county in which the land is located. So if you just have your name on the deed, but the deed is not recorded, then you could lose your land or entitlement to your land. So you have to have your name on the deed, and the deed has to be recorded. What about now those where people? The land is located. Yeah. What about those people who could only make an X? Couldn't write. You know, uh, they were illiterate. Uh, what? What? They they don't well then in Texas they don't stand a chance really do they? You mean if they are illiterate now or if they were illiterate? Could, back could they tell their ex any different from anybody else's? You know, they would put out an ex. Well, there would have to be a a research in the chain of title or to the land in question to determine uh, who has uh, title interest in that particular land. Mm-hmm. So you, you you do research, and you know a lot of times that is done by title companies. Well, the title companies that do research yeah. to make sure that the that the title to the land is able to be transferred in what we call fee simple. That's the the best uh, ownership mm-hmm. uh, in the land. All right. 
I'm not going to hog the conversation. Let's let's go to our phone line. Okay. All righty. Who do we have, Jason? Uh, we had a call from Larry. Larry? Okay. Good morning, Larry. Hello. Hello, Larry. Larry, Hello. listen to your phone, not to the radio. All right. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh you know, uh, black people, their own humanity is their own downfall that was taught that through Jesus Christ. And that's why they like that. But we do have allies just like Jesus Christ had. He didn't go around trying to get, you know, this and that done. But what I wanted to tell you is it's a 93 miles long, 30 miles wide, and six stories deep. A uh, block of ice on a collision course with the Georgia Islands. Mm-hmm. So that's our ally. You know, it's stuff like that. When God sends something like that, 93 miles long, 30 miles wide, and six stories tall, is floating towards the Georgia Islands right now. It's already been 600 miles. They're not saying anything about it. You know, and that's not right. They should be telling us about that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a pretty powerful... Uh, uh, well, I, I'll uh, tell you, Larry, we're going to talk about this again. We uh, switched topics, but you call me on okay. another show when we're talking about that. We, we'll discuss that, all right? All right. Okay. We're, we're, we thank you. Uh, uh, okay. We thank you for your call. We up against a short break, and you can call us at 972-647-1893, and we'll be right back. You know that time has finally come, and you change the wrong to right. So if you're All right, we are back on Church Information and Open Forum. Reach us, 972-647-1893. Who do we have next? Uh, we have a call from Randy. All righty. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. How you doing? Fine. How are you? Doing all right. Hey, uh, got an example of a situation that happened to me and my family, and then I got a question. Mm-hmm. The example is my mom was in the nursing home for a few years before she passed away. And my dad was living in East Texas, and I was living here in Garland in the house that they had prior to that. And I had paid the house off and everything, but it was still in my dad and my mom's name because I was bad about procrastinating. So my mom ended up passing away, and my dad was going to shovel the property. But I had to go and hire an attorney to uh, check the World Wide Web or whatever to make sure my mom didn't have some descendant out in Borneo or somewhere and it cost me about 1500 bucks to hear no which we already knew uh so i could remove her name off of the deed uh for this property i have and my dad could sell it so my suggestion is if, if and you can either agree with us or not mr attorney if you have a person that's uh in a nursing home and and uh, their future is short uh probably it would have helped us out if we had uh removed my mom's name from the deed prior to her death and I wouldn't have had to hire this other attorney that cost me 1500 bucks to tell me we didn't have any other relatives uh, from my mom. Uh, that's a suggestion. But my question is, 
what's the difference between a title and a deed? Because when I buy a car, I pay it off, I get the title. When I buy and purchase other uh, items and pay them off, I get a title on it, like a boat or a trailer or whatever. But somehow I only get a deed on my property when I pay it off and not a title. And I'll hang up with it. Okay, let me, let me, uh, let me just, uh, say this. You're dealing difference between real property and personal property. Real property is land and any and all improvements permanently attached thereto. That's real property. In real property, title is transferred by deed. Personal property is other than real property. In personal property, you'll get title, like you get title to a vehicle or title to a boat or something like that. That's basically your difference. It's a, uh, uh, if you, if you're talking about real property, the only way you can have title to real property is through a deed. Personal property, you can have title based upon the laws of the jurisdiction in which the personal property is located. And, you know, like in, in Texas, you have your, your recorded registered title to your vehicle or to your boat or to your recreational vehicle, whatever the situation might be. That's basically your difference. All right. You get that, Randy? I guess he's gone. <laughs> okay. All righty. You said that real property and uh, what other type of property? Basically, uh, there are two types of property, real property and personal property. Okay. okay. Real property is land. Personal property is everything that's not land. Okay. So real property is wealth, right? Real property, real property is wealth. There's no question about that. Personal mm-hmm. property can be wealth. But, but not necessarily. Uh-huh. Not necessarily is personal property wealth, right. because you have a if you have an automobile uh, that depreciates, mm-hmm. uh, land does not really depreciate. It may go down in value, but it's gonna still have value, and it's gonna go up and down depending on you know what the environment is. Right. So okay. your best your best course of wealth is always in land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because usually some of the rich, the richest people in the world are big time landowners. Yeah. No question about it. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Who, Jason, who do we have online? Next caller is LT. LT. All right. Good morning, LT. Uh, good morning, Rev. How you doing this morning? Fine, fine. You're on with the attorney Robinson. Okay. Uh, good morning, attorney Robinson. Uh, mm-hmm. I had, a, had a, a couple of questions here. The first one deals with uh, the probate court that you were talking about. Uh, I had an experience once, and uh, I, I want to clear this up. See, if you do have a will, and you elect not to put that will in probate court, that sometimes can be an advantage, because once you put a will in probate court, Whoever deceased, if they have any debt, like credit card debt or any kind of business debt, all those debtors attack that will through probate court. However, if you do not have your will in a probate court, 
and family members can work things out amongst themselves, there is no need to put it in probate court, thus eliminating the possibility of any and all creditors that the deceased may have owed to come to probate court to put claims against their property. I'd like to uh, hear the thoughts on that. Then I had one other question. Okay. First of all, I disagree with, with the basic premise that you said. Probate court is the legal means in which you can pass on uh, any property or any of your assets. Yes, the any creditors out there, they can file a, a claim against the estate. No question about that. And But that claim can be resolved through probate court. And it may be resolved and the credits are not being uh, paid or not being able to confiscate the actual asset. If you don't, but it might be resolved the other way also. Well, no, no, no. If you do not go through probate court, it may be resolved the other way, because then you do not, you will not have the necessary legal protection uh, of the asset that transfer the asset to your beneficiaries. So you want your beneficiaries to receive the asset, and they don't, they don't. You don't want them to have to pay off all those creditors. So the creditors would have to be resolved prior to the asset being transferred to the beneficiary through the will. You should all, if you have a will, the will names an executor in the will. The executor has a legal duty to file that will for probate. If, uh, if they name the executor on the will, then they have to file an application to probate that will. And that needs to be done within four years uh, after the person died. So, yeah, I disagree with your premise. And uh, uh, you have to be careful with that approach. That approach is going to end up in some difficulty and some litigation down the road. Well, in, in this situation, the approach ended up in creditors sending letters out saying, uh, once they were notified that the deceased had passed and, uh, he died pretty much intestate because there was no will filed in the probate court, it resulted in those creditors sending letters saying, we are, we are sorry for your loss. Please be advised that no more correspondence will be sent to you regarding any amount owed by this deceased person. So that has a, that has a catch 22 situation to it at times. It does. Well, if, if a person dies in test state, they can, they was, they can still go through probate. They was, uh, just cause you don't have a will, you file an application for a declaration of airship in, in probate. And you go through the same process in terms of resolution of any, uh, debt that the decedent had at the time of his or her death. So, you, you don't, okay. don't, don't get it confused. You have to go right. through I'm probate, not, okay? I'm not, but, but, but I'm pretty sure that situation works different in different kind of situations. My other question before we I get set up is, what's the difference, okay, if you transfer title to property, does that also transfer the deed to property? Or how does that work? If you transfer the deed to property, you're transferring the no, title. No, 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 transfer the title to property. Change the title to the property. Does it automatically change the deed to the property? The deed is the title. 
Okay. And, okay. Uh, you know, that's why I just said your deed is your title. That's your document <laughs> of actual title of the property. Okay. So you that's, can't transfer. Yeah, no, you can't transfer a title to property without transferring the deed. Okay. What is okay. Thank you. Uh, for, for we have all our lines for you. Let me uh, give someone else an opportunity. Thank you for your call. All right. Who we have next, Jason? We have a call from a concerned citizen. All right. Good morning, concerned citizen. Hello. Yes. Go right ahead. You on the air? Yes, sir. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I called your program in 2018 in June, and uh, I had heard this attorney on the air, and I called his office. My mother and I, we chose not to have him accept the case because she did not want to sell the property, and that should have been the end of it. This attorney has called in the past and turned my life upside down, and that was not right. I told him I did not want to date him when I called him, and I'm not trying to badger him or make him look bad. He's never apologized for the horrible things, sexual assault and all kinds of things that he did to me. And it's really sad that K-N-O-N has him on there this morning. Recruiting women. I've had several women tell me when they called him, well, ma'am, we're sorry to hear this, but uh, we 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 you have to take your personal uh, problems to other sources, and I don't like to destroy anybody's uh, reputation, yours, or anyone else. We don't question that, but please uh, take it to other sources. There's nothing I can do about any of it, but uh, we we will turn it over. To manage it, uh, whoever, the police, wherever you want to go. Thank you for your call. All right, to close the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? Let's go to Gerald. All righty. Good morning, Gerald. Hello? Yes, I'm please listen to your phone, not your radio. Okay. Please. Uh, good morning, Brother Burnett. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And, uh, the attorney, Mr. Rock, uh, Malcolm Robert. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to say, I want to ask a quick question. I'll make it quick. Okay. I'm a, uh, well, I think I am. My great grandfather, I'm a dad's child. He left land. My grandfather done passed away. My dad done passed away. Now, here it is. I'm a grandson. And the land is still not been, uh, it up. Now have great, I'm, I have grandkids. And still going with this year, uh, we should do something with the land. The land is just sitting there dominant. My dad have a brother, which is the youngest. He's supposed to be like the overseer of the land. And me, I want to get my share out of that so I can pass some to my grandkids. Do I, do, can I go through court and have that land divided up and get my share out of that. And it's practically the same on my mother's side, but my mother's side, they pretty much, you know, won't want to try to sell it out to my sister and let her deal with, I guess, you know, uh, uh, splitting it up with us. My, my sister and brother, we don't have no problem with it. It's with the, with the, uh, 
Yeah, ain't and uncles. The ain't and uncles. Mm-hmm. I ain't know what I'm asking. Can I go to court and have this land divided up and get my share out of it? What do I need to do? Thank well, you. first question is whose name, yeah. name mm-hmm. is on the deed to the property? Hello? Hello? Whose name is on the deed to the property that you're in question? I guess that call. Oh, that gentleman has hung up. He's hung up? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let me just try to answer that real quick. Mm-hmm. You have to get the deed to the uh, property in question and see whose name is on the deed. If all their names are on the deed, then he has a, a undivided interest in that property, and he can partition, uh, request the court to partition the property, in which case the court would either divide the land up or, or they will indicate that the land should be sold and the proceeds divided up. That's a partition. All right. I guess that's the answer to his question now. All right. All right. They close the line, 972-647-1893. All righty. Who do we have, Jason? Let's go to Nicole. All righty. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? Fine. I have a question about mineral rights. Um, To make a long story short, my grandmother deeded land to my mother, which passed on to us, her grandchildren. And her father, in 1903, bought land in Leon County. And we went and checked these. Uh, a good chunk was sold, but a parcel was left to us still. And when we were looking at the deeds, everything looks legit, except the person who sold them the land in 1903, he retained the mineral rights. I was told by someone that expires after 100 years, but is there any truth to that? I am not aware of mineral rights expiring after 100 years. I can't answer that. I would have to check on that, uh, but I'm not aware of that. But the uh-huh. thing that you have to, the thing that you have to understand in Texas, mineral rights take priority over a uh, surface right. So uh, a lot of times people will be, uh, sell their land and retain the mineral rights just in case. There's some minerals that are discovered on the property, then they'll go back because they have mm-hmm. priority over the surface rights, and they'll grab their property back. Okay. So, but I'm not because aware of, family, of 100 years. Okay. So that family is still a pretty big family. Again, it was 1903, and they still have a dominance in that area. So I, we're just at the point of should we sell the land or not since it looks like. And now I have to do a little bit more research since we don't have mineral rights. Well, if you if you have the deed, if you all have the deed to the land, uh, mm-hmm. and you and that gives you title and interest in the surface rights, and you can sell yeah. that, and and a lot of land is is sold in the state of Texas with surface rights, and mineral rights are retained by some other person. Uh, most of the land that's developed in the state of Texas, in which people are living on, they they bought that land, they bought the surface rights, they never. Purchase the mineral rights, and their house is sitting on oh, okay. on land in which they have uh, legal title and interest on the surface rights, but not on the mineral rights. Okay, so it just comes into play unless there's some minerals they're trying to get from underneath. Again, like you said, the surface. Yeah, so you you all you all need to retain an attorney or consult with an attorney, and okay. then the, do some research to determine uh, legal title and interest on the surface rights. And if there's any legal title and interest in the mineral rights, 
and uh, regarding any timeline and, and, uh, involving exploration. I'm not aware of that. All right. I'm not aware well, of thank you so much. Okay. Well, okay. thank you. I just, that kind of gets me in the right direction. Uh, I'm curious. What's underground uh, on your property? Uh, there has been a lot of drilling for um, not probably in the last, not within the last 10 years for oil. There has been times, I know we had gotten calls from relatives down there that, I know Halliburton's out of business, but Bobcat and different companies down there um, have been going down there drilling and finding probably the natural gas and stuff down there. It's uh, in Leon County, so there's just still... Oh, I know where Leon County is. Now, uh, uh, I want to ask the attorney what you think. Uh, Do do they still... what is that side drilling? You heard of that? Huh? They can be on their property, but still take your minerals off from under your property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, heard, I, I can't think of the name of that. Yeah, I They call it side drilling or swimming yeah. or whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, what they, our biggest concern was, is that at the end of the day, because my brother, we looked at it about 10 years ago, and when we were looking, everything... As far as the sale of the land, it was two brothers. They sold 300 acres to them. The, the sale looks legit. Everything did. It's been passed down generation, generation. But the man who sold it to them, he retained those rights. So when the drilling and everything was going on, it just didn't seem like we had any, we didn't have any rights to what, like you said, what was underneath the ground. Yeah. yeah okay. and, and, and if he had the mineral rights and you had the surface rights and they drill on another piece of property, up under the land that y'all have to grab the minerals, then they they would do that. They would not evict you all from the surf. That's the way in which they all can right. grab the minerals. Like to, thank you. I, I, we're complete. We we uh, got to take a short break, and okay. we'll be right back. All right. And uh, we've got several calls, people calling in. That, that drilling is called slant drilling. Yeah, yeah. I knew, uh, I knew I'd heard of it ever since I was a child. People, uh, are down in Robinson County got a lot of their minerals stolen because others would come by property adjacent to their property and drill their oil out from under them right there. And, they wouldn't know what was going on. Yeah, slant drilling. Now, I knew I hadn't heard that. I heard of that in years. Uh, it's just so much. It's just so much when it comes to money and wealth that uh, we getting. I guess while we were off to there, I don't know. I mean, we might have got ten, fifteen, twenty calls. My God, they were coming uh, uh, about. Uh, that slant drilling and different things like that. Uh, is Can that be against the law? Is that just a, a, a law in the state of Texas that uh, well, nobody well, abides by, I guess? I don't know. Well, you have, to, you have to be careful, you know, because there has to be some legal research to make sure that a slant drilling is a way in which they, if a person, okay, let me put it like this, like she was saying, if you own the land but you don't own the mineral rights, you own the surface land. 
Mm-hmm. And the mineral rights take priority. If somebody else owns the mineral rights, then what like they can allow plant drilling to take the minerals out from under the land. But what if neither one of them owned the minerals, but even the, the land next door uh, don't own uh, the minerals? Uh, uh, they can they can steal. That's not rustling or stealing or something to take that land, take that uh, that uh, that valuable uh, uh, minerals out from under someone else. That can. Well, I never worked for any oil or gas company, but I talked to people and they've done some research on it. The oil and gas companies are very, very detailed and they're very, very, uh, to a certain extent, paranoid about their legal liability. Mm-hmm. And I have my understanding in those situations that the person, when they do slant drilling, the person that owns the land on the surface does not own the mineral rights. So the slant drilling allows them to extract the minerals without disturbing the surface right. That's my understanding is one of the reasons why they do that. A lot of times, the, the, they will buy land adjacent to the land that may be developed and have the surface right. Mm-hmm. And they'll slant drill under it and get the minerals out. That's because the people who have the deed entitled to the surface right don't have the deed entitled to the mineral rights. And the mineral rights take priority. Is, uh, is that a national law or is that just a law in Texas? Well, it's a, it's a law in Texas. Let's put it, uh, okay. That part is, it is a law in Texas. Mineral rights take priority over, over, uh, surface rights. Prior mm-hmm. to the time when they, uh, developed the slant drilling, they could just go in and evict you and then drill on your land and take the minerals out. They can That's evict that. you? Yeah, cause the, cause mineral rights in Texas take priority over surface rights. So if, if you, if you have the surface rights and the deed to the surface, but you don't have the deed to the mineral, then whoever has the deed to the mineral can go on the land and extract the mineral and, mm-hmm. and thereby cause, uh, uh, constructive eviction, uh, from the surface rights. That's the way the laws were in the state of Texas. And a lot of people lost their, their land because of that before they developed the technique of plant drill. Now, mm-hmm. that's my understanding of, of some of that. So, uh, and usually it's, it, that's what oil and natural gas, uh, that's like, what about coal, anything, any stuff like that? Is all that a part of that, uh, slant drilling? can be part of the mineral rights. They can tunnel, tunnel under the land to extract the coal or any other mineral, silver, you know, things like that. It's just, I don't know. It seems like uh, this is, I don't know. It just seems like I know uh, people uh, often buy property and don't buy the mineral rights and they end up uh, losing far more value uh, by not grind, buying, you know, including what's underground rather than what's on top of the surface. But a lot of people don't know they're supposed to do that. Well, they don't know uh, and or the mineral rights are not available to be purchased. So you can buy land and not buy what's under that land? That's correct. You can, uh, I, if I own a piece of land in the state of Texas, Mm-hmm. And I have title to the surface rights 
and the mineral rights. I can sell you the surface rights, and I can keep the mineral rights. And mineral rights take priority over surface rights in Texas. Ah, well, and that's that's very important. Uh, it does sound like Texas. That sound like Texas. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> that's par for the course. I tell you what, I'm just about out of time. Before we go, can we get the attorney's number? Some callers were asking oh, yes, for yeah. his information. Yeah, yeah. As always, we we sometimes mess up on you. What could you give us your number? How people can contact you? Yes, my uh, my office number is two one four nine four one zero seven. One seven extension three zero three. That's two one four nine four one zero seven one seven extension three zero three, and that's the law firm of Robinson and Hoskins. And that's how you can contact me if you have any other questions. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the for the workshop today. We thank you. Got to get out of here. Got to run. Thank all of you for listening. Thank all of you for calling. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week, and hope to see you online streaming in the morning. Marion Barnett Sr., Facebook, 9.30 tomorrow morning. Hope to see you. Bye-bye. You won't be around. What we need is a little bit of love. Send by one from heaven up above. Take a picture, it's simple and plain. This ain't no game, you know what I'm saying. What?